want to welcome you to the daily word of encouragement. And no, I am not the usual face you see on here. I was just thinking of the scores of videos that Pastor Van Gelderen has put together for you really since I think April, maybe even March when the pandemic started. And uh, this has been quite a year, a wonderful year, and we're excited that Pastor is able to take a few days away with my mom, Mrs. Van Gelderen, for their 45th anniversary getaway. And so they're having a wonderful time right now away in a little bit of a warmer climate than up here in Wisconsin. So church family that's watching it, we're glad that you're tuning in this morning. Also, we're glad that the uh, those of you who watch from around the country and even around the world are watching this video. And we're uh, just thankful for how God has used pastor's ministry to be such an encouragement to each one. What I thought we would do these next three days that I have the opportunity to speak to you for a few minutes each day is I thought that we would look at the passage found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the last three verses. Now, a pastor on Friday, on New Year's Day, took a few moments to talk to you about 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the fact that we are a new creature in Christ, all things are become new. And he referenced a little bit of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And so this has been a passage that has actually meant a lot to me over the years. In fact, when I was a ninth grade boy, the Lord put it on my heart to use this passage in a preaching opportunity that, that I had. And it's been a passage that really has stuck with me and been an encouragement to me over these years. And Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18 say, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think about people that make decisions at camp, when I did when I was younger, or maybe in an important spiritual life conference, or maybe a revival meeting, my thought has always been, well, I hope that decision lasts. I hope it makes it for a while. A lot of people experience the roller coaster syndrome in their Christian life. In fact, I can think about an actual roller coaster experience that I had when I was younger. I really wasn't into roller coasters a whole lot. Part of it is a neck problem I have. I've had scoliosis since I was was born. And uh, but when I was a fifth grader, I wasn't aware of all that, and I decided to go on a roller coaster for the first time. It was a large one. It was at a, a major uh, place in I think it was in Ohio. And so uh, as I got on that roller coaster, I was pretty terrified. And I can remember just as it was click, 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 click going up. And then that first drop, I mean, I was terrified. Well, I was wearing glasses at the time and had stuck those glasses in my pocket. And uh, I think I, I was sitting in such a way I was so scared that I ended up uh, breaking those glasses <laughs> during that roller coaster experience. And the rest of the day at the amusement park was miserable. Well, you know, a lot of people's experiences are like roller coasters. Sometimes, of course, people get a thrill out of, out of being on a roller coaster. But if your life is a roller coaster, it's not thrilling. When you're going up, that's wonderful. And you're spiritually encouraging. You sense God's working in your life. But then you have those big downs and those valleys that really don't have to happen if we understand what God has for us. So just for the next couple minutes, I want us to look at the first part of this section of Scripture. What is going to be the key for us to live a consistent life? How can we be believers that are not um, struggling with being inconsistent, having that roller coaster mentality? Well, Paul here is giving really his testimony, and he says, For which cause we faint not? Right there is the first thing I'd like for us to see in the point for today. And that is, 
It's the cause of Christ that keeps driving us and keeps us focused on the goal. Now, people that are, are consumed by a cause, it's amazing how much it transforms the way that they, that they live. Think about an Olympic athlete. That athlete is not going to go out and just binge on whatever he wants to eat. He's not going to just sleep in every day. He's not going to just do whatever he wants. He's got a very important schedule he keeps, a diet that he keeps, because every single aspect of what he does, his, his eating, his exercise, his life activity, his sleep, everything is important when it comes to the goal. And what's the goal? The goal is winning a gold medal at the Olympics. If, if you're an Olympic athlete or you might be an athlete in another sport, your goal is to win the championship. And so people will do anything it takes to be able to do that. Now, um, the question is for us is what are we living for? What are we consumed by? Well, br briefly, I want you to see what Paul was consumed by. He was consumed by something that was very important. He had talked about at the end of 2 Corinthians 3 about the transformation that Christ can work through the Spirit of God in our lives. And then in verse 1 of chapter 4, he says, Therefore, seeing we have received this ministry, we faint not. And then he says in verse 16, For which cause we faint not. Well, you look in the context of this chapter, his passion was for the gospel. He was passionate about declaring the gospel. In fact, in verse 4, it says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. He was passionate about the gospel message. Let me just say this. We had a man years ago who passed away. It was a deacon in our church in the late 90s, and he passed away. And I can remember his funeral. Hundreds and hundreds were at his funeral. And the question was asked by pastor, how many of you were directly impacted by this man's life? He'd only been saved 17 or 18 years when he passed away. I think it was at least 100 people that stood and said they had either been led to Christ or discipled by, by this man. It was an astounding moment at that funeral. I remember being so impacted by it. Well, what was it that drove this dear man? It was he had a cause. It was the cause of Jesus Christ, and that cause was to win souls to Jesus Christ. But not only that, we are to be passionate, as we see here in verse 15, that through the thanksgiving of many might redound to the glory of God. He was passionate, Paul was, that his life would be a testimony of God's glory, that people would see God for who he was through his life. Let me ask you today, as we start this new year here, just the first full week of the year on this Monday, let me ask you, what cause are you living for? Are you living for the gospel? Let me encourage you to even give a gospel witness today, or whenever you see this video Ask God to consume your life with that and ask God to consume your life with his glory and his purpose being seen in your life. Thank you for watching this today.